Hey there, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of Dos Snap Cinco's. This is episode number 27. Six. 26. Wow. God damn, David. Sorry, I, I've been running a pretty high fever recently. Uh, well, not really that no, high. That's no excuse. Wait, 99.9. Do, do you have the coronavirus? No, I haven't drank alcohol, beer in a long time. Wow. What? Wait. Wow. What's that have to do with anything? Wow. Isn't you can have any virus? Oh, I get it. Wow. As long as it's a corona. Every time you you cough up blood, a corona gets its lime. Oh, this episode holy. brought to you by Corona. <coughs> oh God, he does oh, have Jesus the coronavirus. Christ. I do not have coronavirus. Says the Chinaman. Yeah, says says the guy. Where would you get back from uh, Wuhan? Wuhan, <laughs> Wuhan, uh, David. It was just a short 14-hour flight. What are you talking about? I just stopped off for some Ooh. for some bat soup. <laughs> yep. Bat soup with noodles. Told the medium medium rare. Oh no, 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 no. You have to make sure that they're still raw. Oh, okay. Kind of like a pho, right? Where you got to uh, have like cook a raw it in meat. The soup. Got it. Yeah, that's right. And so like that way it's still kind of flapping around that aerates the noodles. Oh, so soup. it's just completely mm. alive then. <clears throat> Yes, you drown. You drown it. That's the only Chinese way to be able to eat uh, yeah. bat. Yeah. Well, you guys know about the traditional, you know, preparation of bat. Yeah, you right? kill it with your stomach acid when it's in your stomach. Oh no, you drown it in, in stomach soup. acid. That that too. So either one of those is available um, at your local Target. All right. So <laughs> moving on. So this week's uh, episode features Gretel and Hansel, and as oh, yeah. always. <laughs> and as always, our, as always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. So, uh, as we have been for the last two weeks, we've been kicking it off with a Street Sharks episode. Did you guys catch up on episode three, Shark Storm? Yep, I did. I did. I did indeed. The Street Sharks! As the uh, season finale of season one... Yes, third episode. Uh, how did you guys feel about it? Uh, any uh, comments, questions? I forgot that it was supposed to be the season finale because of what we talked about last time. But uh, I see. But yeah, it's quite. It has quite a cliffhanger in it. Yeah. Uh, quite the cliffhanger on the edge of my seat, waiting for man. I can't wait for the season two to come out. Uh, it is already out. Oh shit! What are we doing here then? That's right. All right, we're gonna shorten this episode to uh, right, right be now. Be sure to tip and, your uh, Reiki masters and bye. Bye. Check check us out on the next episode of <laughs> Dos Nafsinkos, brought to you by Street Sharks season two. Gossip. <laughs> Shark attack. <laughs> Shark die. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know any other shark memes that you could use, but clearly every single merchandise should have literally just had the word. I think every single one said the word Jawsome on it. Yeah, yeah, I think they were contractually obligated to put that word somewhere. Yeah, no, shark, shark attack, shark bait, shark NATO. Uh, I feel like in each have have they introduced all all the character names? Because I know in like season, episode two, it was like. Oh, your name's Ripper now, and then yeah, did, did they just roll with that? That's episode... not their human name, right? That, that that's no, a no, shark no, that's name. That's their street shark name. 
That's her Street Shark name. And then today, they're, this episode, they're the... there was Slamu. <laughs> Slamu. But an orca is not a shark. Yeah, that's why he's Slamu. Slamu <laughs> is a, a derivative of Shamu, which is an orca whale. Yeah, I think I think we got that part, David. I think we got that's it. That's not a shark. Yeah, no. it's a Street Shark, David. <laughs> no, 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 we don't got over it. That. We're already over that. It's a Street Shark. We are not over that. Yeah. Okay. If you just get past the fact that whales are not sharks, then Slamu <laughs> makes complete sense. Also, Dear God. when I was watching the episode for a, like, a few seconds, Slamu's mouth was not on his body. <laughs> <laughs> I had to actually rewind it. I'm like, wait. Just floating in midair. It was, it was great. It's, his name is not Slamu. It's Big Slamu. Oh, sorry. Mr. Slamu is my father. Wow. Stop, God. stop dying, David. I can't help it. I, I do this for the people. I know that this is what they want. This will probably be my last episode. Thank of God. Those Thank God. And then straight into the grave. Yep. Uh, I, <laughs> there was one part that made me laugh. Um, it's towards the beginning when, like, the um, the doctor, doctor, what's her name? Paranoid? No. Uh, Doctor Thick Thickness, what's uh, her name? Yeah, her. Lena Mac. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was one scene. There was another scene in that episode where she's just like <clears throat> bent over, and it was there for like oh, yeah. in a very kind of suggestive <laughs> manner for like ten seconds. It felt like so. I was like, oh, okay, I, I see, I see what you're doing here, Street Sharks. Uh, but that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the scene I wanted to talk about. It was when she was talking to the eye in the sky guy in the helicopter you got uh, it wrong but like the part that made me laugh was that like because like they were doing dialogue and so it zoomed in up on a uh, uh, lena doctor whatever her name is lena whatever i don't know what her last name is it lena zoomed Rooster. up it zoomed up in on her face and then when the helicopter guy started talking it showed like a shot of just like the helicopter like real up close yeah. like you could could you could it was like 80% like the bubble of the helicopter and then like the top corner of the screen was just like a little bit of sky so that that kind of made me laugh cuz it was that was supposed to be like his face but they just <laughs> showed a helicopter i don't know what happens if the eye in the sky is part helicopter you know maybe he's a sky cop you know you're right i yeah. don't know that huh. maybe We're, that is his face yeah this is a street shark world and they're just living in it <laughs> all right so from a uh rating standpoint from one to jossum where is this one which where does this episode fall for you guys hmm. Stu. oh um i'd have to rate it a uh, a shark a shark attack god damn it i was going to just... <laughs> how about you ben i, I don't got any rating because somebody <laughs> fucking said it. you can do shark dive I was going to say shark snack because this is a appetizer to season two, episode one, because of that cliffhanger. Yeah. What, wait, what do they say? They say something when they're about, they're hungry, right? Shark, shark. Uh, I'm hungry. No, but they have like a, I don't know. They have like a shark something. Uh, and probably then, something. <laughs> shark snack. Sharks. <laughs> wait. So at the end, after they nuke the hell out of that building. How come they said, I wish dad were still around to see this? Like, to see them be heroes. To see them nuke a building and then become, like, 
freaks of nature. I mean, that's what all parent. That's what all parents want their kids to grow up to be. Yeah. No wonder I'm a disappointment. Yeah, you should have just been yeah, a street shark. Should have. Yep. I mean, I'm disappointed for your parents that you're not a street <laughs> shark. Aren't we all? Ben, you could have been anything you ever, you wanted in your entire life, and you decided to become a computer programmer, not a street shark. We are disappointed in you. I am too. I mean, even if I became a street shark, I wouldn't know how to rollerblade. And I guess that's part of the job. <laughs> no, that I think that's what happens instantly when you become a street shark, is you actually just naturally know how to rollerblade. And play hockey. Right. Extreme sports, all, all sorts of extreme sports. Oh, yeah. Like, I think you guys were uh, talking about how this was a missed opportunity. Like, you had a great slap shot with that barrel. Yeah, ton, uh, tons of opportunities. Tor- yeah, they to- totally should have just uh, crossed over and, and fought the Mighty Ducks. Or not fight, but team up. I would say team up with. They're rivals. If they if they fought, it'd be like an endless war. It'd be just a stalemate of just suffering for everyone else involved. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of the Mighty Mighty Ducks, um, Disney Plus is actually going to bring a miniseries called The Mighty Ducks. Ooh, like a live um, action? Uh, no, it's not actually the adaptation from the TV the TV show cartoon. Unfortunately, it's about a mom whose son gets kicked off the Ducks, um, off of a um, like a little league team, and then she starts her own league or whatever, and then like. They, I think, eventually at some point they beat the team that they, you know, he got kicked off of. So, like ragtag bunch once again. Wait, hey, I don't wait. know. Shut up, Dave. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut, shut up. Hang on. Everyone, shut up. You at home, shut up. Hang on. One second. Shit, sorry. Okay, I'm trying. I was trying to listen to the last part of episode three again because I remember they all like they were talking about like man, saving the world sure works up an appetite, and then they all say something like yeah. a catchphrase. But I, I'm yeah. trying to listen to it right now. I can't make out what they're saying. Uh, I was trying to give that for to Ben for a uh, his rating, but sorry, Ben, I can't uh, understand what they're saying. I guess it'll just have to go ratingless. Okay, I'm done. That's it. You can you can keep talking, David. They literally say the word Jossum after that. That's all they say. No, it's not. It, that does not sound like Jossum to me. Like, watch it, watch it. Watch it. He At, goes, I'm talking 20 minutes. I'm tw- yeah, and 40, 50 seconds. 50, no, 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 54 seconds. Wait, what? 54 seconds. 20 minutes, 54 seconds. They literally, if you scroll there, all he says is works up with appetite, and the next thing he says is Jossum. No, you're wrong, because at, all right, 20 minutes and 55 seconds then, David. Oh, they say like big something. I have closed caption on it. They cannot discern what they're saying. It also did not discern what Jossum is. So what the <laughs> fuck, YouTube? Get your shit together. Street shark catchphrases. I guess this is the episode now. I, I, I heard what you just said. Like that's what I mean. Be present. I Meet present. Meet. I don't know. Uh, I couldn't. They must be. Maybe it's food related because they're talking about how hungry they were. So. Oh. Uh, shawarma. Shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Sure. Let's go with that. 
If it moves us along, let's go with that. I think meet present. Because that's probably a, what it is. Because that's the thing you say. Meet, yeah, because everybody runs into the room always yelling shark attack. But that's also their thing, so. Alright, uh, let's move it along. The street sharks! Alright, we're gonna jump right into our box office render for this week. Number one, to nobody's surprise, is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One, Harley Quinn, with $33 million. Number two is our number one movie from the last two weeks, was Bad Boys for Life with $12 million. 1917 comes in at number three. Doolittle follows shortly with number four. Jumanji, number five. The Gentleman, number six, which was our movie of the week last week. Uh, Hansel, Gretel, and Hansel. Drops from number four to number seven. That is our movie of the week this week. Little Women, uh, even with the box office bump, uh, with the uh, Oscar bump, uh, it's only sitting at number eight. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker drops from seven to nine. Knives Out actually comes in from 11 now to number 10. And dropping out of the top 10 was The Turning, which is all the way down at number 14. And then we see like Parasite and Jojo Rabbit because they were part of... Um, uh, part of the Oscars, uh, those ones got a little bit more of a bump just to be able to be on the uh, on the box office. Any thoughts or comments about this box office from this week, guys? I think it's interesting that even though Birds of Prey got number one, it still did terrible for its own self. Like, it, it got number one this week. Uh... What, uh I don't remember what it was projected to get. I just know that it fell severely short. And uh, reading about it, it performed the worst out of all the DCEU films. Or opened the worst of all DCEU films. I think it, we can... Uh, that one's on us, I think. Because yeah. we didn't say we were going to watch it. Yeah, we, uh, that, that was on us. We, we, dro- we dropped Our it. bad. Yeah. It did so bad that they actually rebranded the film, or, well, they retitled the film retroactively, so that now when um, you go see it at the box office, it will no longer say Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of a Harley Quinn. It is now Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. What? Why? A lot of, um, it, it seemed that a lot of the broad audience did not know that this was a harley quinn movie or even a dc movie <laughs> because honestly if you didn't know what birds of prey was would you know what that movie was if you were just like walking into a theater and you saw on the you know on the little display of like birds of prey what was that tell you mm-hmm. nothing really but oh it's about it's a movie about falcons probably like a nature documentary with uh, what's that game david attenborough starring uh and also, yeah, I imagine the screens that display like movie titles. It'd be like Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous. Yeah, and you would never see the rest of it. Yeah, what's Fantabulous? That must be a bird I've never heard of. Let's go watch it. But actually, if you think about it, in terms of all the DC characters, I feel like Harley Quinn is one of the most, in recent memory, is the most beloved one, right? Like Batman's also a huge one. Joker obviously has a really big following, but I feel like. Every every Halloween the last like three or four years, all I've seen is Harley Quinns. So I, I was surprised that you guys that you were saying like you know thirty three million dollars was considered a flop. Yeah, just for that movie, yes. I mean, when their budget was eighty four million, 
that doesn't seem so great. Although it's only been a couple days, but who knows? Maybe after the the Cinco's send out their message to see uh, Birds of Prey, then uh, you'll get a little bit of a little bit of a bump in the uh, box office. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll see the uh, the the patented Dos Cinco's bump where it yeah. goes to fifty four million dollars. Yeah. Um, Never mind that the episode won't be released for like four more months, but hey, we're almost getting there. That's besides we're the so point. So close, but it didn't matter. We couldn't. We tried to save Gretel and Hansel. Didn't help because uh, nobody heard episode twenty-five. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I got you, David. Don't worry. I'm your safety Ooh, net. <laughs> so close. Sometimes I just feel like you're just gonna pull it out from under me. <laughs> well, that's with great power comes great responsibility and whatnot. Wow. I like that. Uh, nineteen seventeen has is it's been out for seven weeks now, and it's still top three. I know. That's pretty. That's pretty dope. I was ups- a little disappointed that it did not get Best Director or Best Picture, but it did get Best Cinematography, so good for them. Yeah, I, I, they, I, you have to give them Best best something along those lines, or else like the Oscars are just a total joke. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, they are kind of a joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in any other circumstance, I think we would have, but I think them choosing parasite as best picture and best director is i thought was fine i i really enjoyed parasite i thought it was a great film i honestly was actually a little bit shocked because i actually thought joker was gonna win best picture oh no hell no hell no too too much uh too many uh things tied to it too much society too much we live yeah so we live in a society (laughs) damn society keeping us keeping the jokers down of the world down. you know you know what i'm really upset about i was uh i was talking to my coworker before the oscars the week before the oscars came out and he was you know we're joking around i was like hey uh, how much money should i put on best picture for this year and i was just joking oh yeah you know put like uh 20 bucks on parasite for best picture and then you know i have a screenshot of it i'll send it to you later but he ended up winning like I think he won twenty bucks, so I, I don't know what that is. I don't know anything about betting. So. One to one, so plus yeah, one hundred. We clearly didn't That's learn it. anything from the last ep- uh, couple episodes Uncut ago. Uncut gems. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. When you started talking about all that parlay stuff, I, 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 I knocked out. I, that was God, David. That was pretty boring. That was pretty. Boring. When do we meet the pirate captain again? At what point? Wait, what during the parlay do we meet the pirate captain I yeah don't know. that's still not clear yeah do we have to be saying on 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 sand is is that another part of it yeah or do am i on sand and he's in the boat or, is or he in a bucket? well i mean we could we don't have to go down this rabbit hole again but okay huh? well uh any other surprises from this box office from this week or the oscars at all i i will say that i am kind of anticipating that maybe parasite will either tick up or stick stick around a little longer because i if i remember correctly i read that it's going to be opening in more theaters now because of how well it did the oscars so we'll see were you guys surprised at all by the fact that netflix had 25 nominations and walked away with only two wins no Uh, because i mean there's there's definitely a bias against netflix at in the academy already so 
Oh, the Academy. Yeah. You know, that Academy. Yeah, the Academy. I feel like every year that I look at the Oscars, I feel like I understand it even less every year. I'm like, what? That won and this didn't? That's weird. Yeah, because it make because who people just I don't know. They suck in the Oscar in the Academy. Yeah, who cares? They're all. They it's kind of like the Electoral College. No one really knows how <laughs> it gets chosen, but it does. So you're saying my vote counts, but also doesn't? Doesn't count. count. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's before we turn this into a political cast, uh, we'll just go ahead and jump right off. And go straight, dive straight into our movie of the week, Gretel and Hansel. Oh, yeah. Ben, ben what do you have for us? <laughs> well, um, to be honest, I, I couldn't find too much to talk about for Gretel, but young, hot, brash, with more covers as first year than any other rookie model ever, <laughs> with an attitude that says, who cares? It's just fashion. That Hansel is so hot right now. Somehow it did not even occur to me that that you were gonna do that. <laughs> this this movie needs to be at least five times bigger. He's absolutely right. <laughs> All right, Stu, with with that, if okay, if you didn't know what that uh, that reference was to, uh, you should probably stop listening to this podcast. Of course, I knew what. Well, not you. Was... I'm just saying oh. our audience. Oh, oh right. Well, I didn't know what I was talking it... about. So I'll actually, we we need the listeners so that way we can sell your votes for later. Uh, no, just stick around. Okay, Stu. Uh, I thought you said you weren't going to turn this political. Not, no, no, no. I said we weren't going to turn it political, but we definitely are going to monetize it. Oh, sure, right. We're all we're we're for sale. Yes. Please <clears throat> give us money, someone. Uh, yeah. Stu, thoughts? Gretel and Hansel. But before I get into the movie itself, movie the movie proper, I want I we must have um, again the episode probably hasn't released yet. I don't remember which episode we were we were talking about this, but uh, Regal must have heard uh, our complaints about the uh, student film. Uh, oh yeah, because they because they they went back to an old one. Yeah, it was like, like the a, okay a, one. Yeah, the one that's you know palatable. Yeah. So I was, uh, and I know David, you don't, you don't go to Regal. So I, I, I saw the, uh, the student film that was on YouTube with the, right, the one, the one that was annoying to us. That was everything that wasn't the genie one. Right. Cause you guys loved him so much. He's such a heartthrob. Yeah. He's a heartthrob and a half. And then the other thing about the, one of the previews they've been showing, cause it, and this might be maybe something we can like bring up from time to time is like seeing what the previews are, are out. But the, uh, the one for the, Bloomhouse, Blumhouse, is it Bloomhouse? Blumhouse. Boomhauer. Yeah, Boomhauer. Dang old man, old dang. It's like the Invisible Man. Yeah. Like movie. It's just like the. I feel like it's just like the dumbest premise, or at least the way they show it in the preview, of any movie I've ever seen. I think. Because. Uh oh. I'm just picturing like some sorority girl pitching this movie. Like, fucking. What if your boyfriend was like he gave you five million dollars after he killed himself but you have to prove you're not not crazy uh-oh what uh i was actually really looking forward to that movie is that the the well, uh movie about the invisible man yeah that, 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 yeah yeah the invisible man yeah that, that, that that's the movie yeah. yep well that's my take on the the preview ben um 
that's all I can think about every time I see that preview. <laughs> as soon as the guy says he's he's giving he's giving you five million dollars, but you have to prove you're not crazy, you know, like or whatever he says. I'm like, it's like what is stupid? Who would what? Okay, so I guess that's a really refreshing take from someone you know from the outside looking in that. I, I guess the only reason I'm looking forward to that film was because this guy made a movie that uh, came out in 2018, and it was like a sleeper movie. You know, it wasn't really that big, wasn't really advertised that much, but I think he made probably my favorite movie that year, uh, Upgrade, which was, um, it was a movie about a guy who gets an AI chip in his brain, and holy crap, that movie was brutal. I I loved that movie, like... It was, it it, it kind of reminded me of Venom, except if Venom was good. Saying <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like Tom Hardy as Venom? Yep, here's the best part. The main character looks like Tom Hardy. He's like, shopper's value, Tom Hardy. Like, <laughs> it, He's like Dollar General Store, yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> but holy shit, that movie was... But what a value. Oh, here... Here, Ben. Maybe I'll I'll put it to you like this. I'm sure I'm sure I, I haven't seen Upgrade. I'm sure it was great, mm-hmm. but like, you know, if you just look at like you know Hereditary versus Midsommar, like, yeah, yeah, not not all of them are are winners. So yeah, that's, that's true. That is very. But true. you know, if you if you see it, you can uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong all right. about the the sorority girl movie pitch. All right, I will um, tell you how wrong you are. When it okay, comes out. I'm looking forward to it. Me, me okay. too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Okay, so back to the movie. Back to the the Gretel and Hansel. I thought I'm kind of conflicted about it because I I think can we all agree that we were, went into it thinking it was going to be a horror movie? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you got some uncertainty there, Ben? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I agree. Sorry. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I went to go see Jack and Jill. The uh, Adam movie. What are you talking about? It's terrifying. That was, that was a horrible, horrible horror movie. But there were a lot of things I did like about it. But as just a movie, I just was not. I just didn't really enjoy it as much as I wanted to or thought I could. So, um, so I give it a uh, I give it a six out of ten. Ben. You know, very similar to Stu, it was, you know, something I went into expecting it to be a little more horror-centric. I mean, there were some horror themes in it, but it reminded me more of like a, not more of a horror movie, but more like a horror TV show where, you know, it just has like, you know, it's like atmospheric horror, you know, it's not really anything. Oh, kind of like uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, you know, not, not, nothing like, you know, no thrills, no real suspense, it, it, it kind of had those moments where it's like, oh, you could do something really cool right here, you know? And then it's kind of just wasted almost. It's it, it, it could not do any suspense very well. You know, it couldn't hold that. It, it just kind of moved on or just focused a lot on the aesthetic. I'll give it this. It was, it looked really clean, you know? A lot of the, um, the buildings, a lot of the shots, the colors, it, it looked really cool. It... Uh, I know this is a really weird comparison, but the movie reminded me a lot of Mandy. In, in dude, the... you know what? I was get I was gonna bring that up because I I totally got Mandy vibes from it. Yeah, I mean, just by the aesthetic itself, like the the way it looked and the music, it, it was very like synthwave in a sense. Mm-hmm. 
so very retro yeah very retro even the title screen like or like the orion logo and everything the title that was probably my favorite part of the movie yeah no seriously the orion logo (laughs) yeah and then i just knocked out for the rest but um yeah uh I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit conflicted on this because yeah, it looked really cool and had a great atmosphere, but other than that, it was just such a drag, you know, in terms of the plot, in terms yeah. of pacing, in terms of like the suspense, the horror. That um, I think I, I think part of it is this is a setup to a second one. Really? I think so. Well, I, I don't think uh, it's we, good. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that during the okay. uh, the uh, spoiler zone. Yeah. But uh, Ben, rate rating? Uh, maybe like a four, five. Okay. Well, I'll pick a number. Four. All right, because I'll, I'll split the difference between you and Stu. <laughs> picking a five. Not that I didn't like. You know, I know I'm a little bit biased because I'm not a huge fan of horror films, but this one, for some reason, just didn't. I felt the same way you guys felt. I just didn't feel engaged. Like, I felt like, yeah, I kind of felt like, yeah, I get it. Like, the cinematography was in the in the ambiance and the mood and the setting. Creepy. Right? I got that from the beginning to end. I was just like, oh, like, this is this is not going to end well. Um, and then just kind of like slowly but surely. But I was just like, God, the pacing for this movie. I just like, where what, what are we doing here? What's the point? Right? And I'm like. So I'm just thinking the entire time, like, this has got to be a, a setup to something else. It's, set, it's setting the scene for something else, right? And then the movie ends, and I'm like, what happened? Oh, no, did you guys get that same sense? Yeah. yeah it, yep. it seemed really yeah. short, too. So, I mean, when it ended, it was just, yeah, it was how, super what was, abrupt. What was the runtime? I think it was 82 minutes. Oh, oh man. Oh, guys, um, <laughs> their budget was $5 million. Huh. How much did they make? Uh, fifteen point four so far. Wow, that, oh, that's that's, that's a bad. winner. <laughs> yeah, I'd invest hey, in you, that movie. You, usually, you know how many people would invest in the uh, in the movie um, Human Centipede? That got overspent. Did, that didn't even have a theatrical release though. Did it not? I don't think so. I think it was a direct-to-video type movie. Yeah, I remember I had to rent it. Yeah. Oh, you watched that? Yeah, of course. Did you not? Yeah, talking to us like we're the weird ones. Hasn't seen Human Centipede. Sue, you saw it? Yeah, of course. And two and three? No, I didn't watch the sequel. I mean, I think once you see the first one, you kind of get the idea. Yeah, I mean, they're going to just stitch more people. Um, But yeah, no, $5 million budget. And uh, so far, you know, gross about $14, 15000000 million so far total. So, so uh, I guess kick, kick us some of that money then, because you know we kind of helped yeah. with the promotional <laughs> material. Yeah, my, my twelve dollars is going towards that movie. <laughs> and we mentioned, we shouted, we used to say we were going to go see it. So, you know, we have a lot of influence <clears throat> on, over the American yeah, United, so, so. United Artists releasing. You should totally be kicking just like you know, couple, half of a percent. You know, whatever. Oh, I think we need a cinco percent. Half half cinco percent. <laughs> or you you guys each get one percent and I get half half percent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. I like it. All right. Um. Do you guys have any other thoughts before we jump into the spoiler zone? Um. Uh, not other than just like Ben mentioned. I I did one of the things I did like really like about it was the music. Yeah. Um. That was one of its saving graces for me. Probably one of the reasons why I, I gave it a six. 
Actually, I think it's the main reason I gave it a six as opposed to like a four or five. So if this movie had come out like artist style, as in like the artist with no music and it was just black and white and sound. No, I think if they did like a more of a or- orchestral uh, score, like violins and stuff, it would have been like a four. But it, like uh, Ben said, it had very Mandy. It was Mandy-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I could think about every time I heard like the synth come on. It was like, oh, and where's Nick Cage? <laughs> and then and then it made me want to go see Color Out of Space. Yeah, thanks, David. Is it not in theaters anymore? I mean, it is. Maybe I'll just go see it anyway. Yeah, David. Dude, I can't find that anywhere. It's in Santa Ana. We can watch it, David, together. Ooh, it's at Alamo still. And it's at Alamo, David. Oh, wait. It's only t- at Alamo until tomorrow. Until tomorrow, David. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's jump straight into the uh, to our spoiler zone. Okay. I'm I'm trying to do spoiler zone music. (laughs) Uh, Anything you guys want to discuss in particular about the movie? I I got something I want to get off my chest about this movie. One of the one of the big reasons I dinged it. Um, I wasn't just wasn't into it. Uh, Gretel's voice like everyone else in the movie and i would expect this of like a movie based on this kind of uh i don't know what would you call it it's not a fairy tale what would you call I, it i don't know because like it i mean it is based off of a fairy tale but at the same time i felt like it took a lot of liberties and it was in, like in its own little realm you know right. i mean there well yeah like, go on with the subject matter yeah. with the subject matter of uh gretel and hansel and the witch and the eating of the food um i would ex- and everyone else in the movie had some kind of fantastical type of accent to their to the way they spoke <laughs> except for fucking gretel she just sat i ever as soon as she delivered her first line i was just like what is what is this is this like is it are we in like fucking beverly hills right now why are you talking like normal and everyone else like i mean her mom still was kind of the same but like the weird guy she was trying to get a job from the beginning he had kind of a you know kind of an accent to his voice the huntsman guy had an accent the witch kind of had you know her accent so like everyone had kind of even even uh hansel had kind of a little bit of a just kind of like a sing-songiness to his voice but gretel just sounded like she could have been in like fucking the bloomhouse movie with her boyfriend, invisible boyfriend, trying to kill her. Our movie next week. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to? See I that? really do. I really, really, really do. Did it, am I the only one in no, this? No, I, I got that same kind of sensibility. I, it, it was very strange hearing <laughs> how everyone else had a similar accent except her. She was the odd one out. You know, everyone. She had an American accent, and it was just. It, it was very jarring. But at the same, I I wanted to give it a pass, but uh, I don't, I don't know. It, it it just was a little too strange. I mean, like I could look overlook how, um, you know, the building, you know, the buildings were looked a little modern, which was kind of weird to me. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, it's in its own little universe, you know, it's its own take on what are the story is right. And then there's like a slide there, and like I'm pretty sure there's slides didn't exist back then, but whatever. 
nobody had fun back yeah, then. No fun allowed. No fun allowed. You, you <laughs> had to deal with the with, with things, with people eating you. You, you had to go farm. Yeah. This <laughs> going to farm. You had to go work the fields. You're five. You should be you should be bringing home the bread by now. <laughs> you have fingers. Why don't get you to, use them? Get to milking. <laughs> you have feet. Get to stopping grapes. That uh, cow's not going to inseminate itself. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking of farm farm tasks. <laughs> Why? Stu, would you like to talk about your time on a farm? Uh, David, I'm pretty sure inseminating cows is like a normal thing. <laughs> For a five-year-old, take your slender fingers well, in your hand. Well, back then, yeah. I mean, five years old, you gotta be like, you gotta have your own family at that point. Have a, have a drinking like problem. middle-aged. <laughs> you may not live to be able to see. Yeah. Why the day? You're lucky to make it to ten. <laughs> Yeah, that was I wonder, the, I wonder what Patton Oswalt would have said about uh you know celebrating birthdays back in the Middle Ages. You know, he's you, like, Oh, one, you get a birthday. You two, get one you get birthday, birthday and then you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patton. That was awesome. I like that. Um but yeah, I, I just felt like there was a lot of missed opportunity here. Like pacing was okay. I mean the story was decent. Um but like I was saying, like at the very end, when it almost like feels like this, like uh, this transition from like the old woman, for, I whatever forgot what her name is, to Gretel, right, and then her hands turn black mm-hmm. at the very end. I feel like that's a setup for a second movie. I feel like that's all they're doing is setting up this idea that there's going to be a second movie. I don't think I'm going to see that second movie. Yeah, I don't know. But. but but they're gonna say if you didn't like the second, you, if you didn't like, like the, the first one, you'll really not like everything. The second one. Everything we did wrong about the first one, we did it even worse in the second one. <laughs> I don't know, but you guys can at least kind of feel it, right? Let's. I feel like this would be like the first part of a two-part series. Easily. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely kind of left it open, like where it could be like, oh, now the, this movie's gonna be about her becoming more of a witch, or. Hansel becoming a male model. <laughs> that would be awesome if this turned into Zoolander 3. Yeah, he just comes back all jacked and a lumberjack. Oh my god, that Hansel is <laughs> so hot right and, and so Owen Wilson-y. <laughs> Wait, I, I couldn't particularly place... Like, where did she... Where did Gretel get her powers from? Is it from eating all the children? No, she she was born that way. Like but she, she wasn't. She wasn't the one who was sick that her dad took to the enchantress, right? No, no, no. She was. That's Holda. That was the. Um, that was the, the old uh, lady. Yeah, yeah. No, the old lady was the mother of that girl. Oh no! Yeah, she was the mother. Yeah. No, I think Gretel was, um, was born that way, right? She was just born that way, and she had a line where, like, her mo- she said her mother told her not to tell anyone about her like second sight or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess she just kind of like kept everything hidden. Hmm. But uh, one one part there were two kind two parts of the movies towards the beginning I did like where, uh, one where they show up to that uh house and then there's like, on the one hand I was like, how did you not see that zombie guy laying there? And two I thought the zombie guy thing was pretty cool. Yeah, even if it was momentary, I wish that you know there's a little right. more of that. I feel like they just mentioned it. It was like, oh yeah, there's a plague going around, and oh, there's the guy, and 
That was it. Was that what it was? I just thought it was a zombie. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I would have thought so, too. I feel like any time... I feel like a lot of times when we do see horror films, we're always talking about, oh, what, they're always using which like, is never, scares. Which is never. Uh, we saw it. it. We saw it, okay? <laughs> and I, I was always saying, like, oh, they always, like, rely on jump scares. I kind of wish there was one for this one. I mean, there, were, there was more. There was, like, there was one <laughs> I remember. Actually, when I was watching the movie, <laughs> you know, there was a lack of jump scares. You know, there was, like, maybe, like, two or something, but... Uh, I was mm-hmm. watching it with Letty, and, uh, <laughs> oh, man, uh, we were, like, the only ones in the theater, pretty much, and, like, I can't remember what happened, but I was trying to reach for the popcorn, and I was on the floor, and so I had to lean back a bit in my chair, and the chair, like, it, it, you know, it wasn't a reclining chair, squeak. yeah, it squeaked really loud, and I just see Letty, she just jumps in her chair, <laughs> <laughs> so that was the biggest scare of the movie, apparently. Yeah, nice. Is Letty uh, a, a scary movie buff, or does she like uh, those types of being, you know, jump scare, scary stuff? Um, I or did you I, like drag her into this one? I, I kind of drag her into it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like she gets scared easily of these kind of things, so I don't know if she likes them or not. But she really liked um, Hereditary, so I don't know. Fifty-fifty. Mm. Uh, Oh, um, for the, okay, so this is kind of weird, but, um, you know how she had voiceovers throughout the movie sometimes? Like, she was kind of, like, uh-huh. nar- her narrating? Yeah, did, did anyone find that kind of weird? It felt out of place to me, almost, you know, some of her narration? No. Se- not just second sight, but second voice. Yeah, wow. well, yeah, I, I don't know, it's like, <laughs> it wasn't consistent, it was just like, it, it was randomly sprinkled throughout the movie, her narrating the movie, it, yeah. it seemed like it was added after the fact, where it's like, uh, they showed it to like a test group, and they're like, oh, I don't know, these people seem to be kind of mm-hmm. lost, maybe we should add in some narration, or something. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any, uh, we don't have anything going on in the movie right now, we need some uh, exposition here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, there was one thing they did with it that I did like, whoa, 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 where, that? what? Oh, no, I was asking, what, what was it? Oh, okay. Um, where she's delivering her kind of, like, internal monologue. Yeah. And then some, it was like something happens in, like, the world, and she and her inner monologue just stops mid-sentence. Oh, so I, like, I, almost I, like she's shocked, too. Yeah, like, she, like, so, like, the whole time, it's like, you're, you're, like, you're, like, in her pers- perspective, and she, like, something happens, and she's, like, having this thought, and just, she cuts it off, because, like, Something startled her or something like that. Oh, hmm. I, I don't really remember that, that that scene. Really? Yeah, but um, her internal monologue kind of reminded me of um, a Blade Runner almost. Uh, like how they added that uh, narration uh, after the fact the movie came out. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know or that. there was like two different releases, the theatrical release and director's cut. Where the theatrical right. release had like the inner monologues and you know narration, and no one liked it, and then they released the director's cut, and mm. everyone liked it because they took it out. But yeah, I kind of—I think I've only seen the director's cut. Yeah, me too. I guess I saw the good one. But yeah, I there was the scene I did really like, and I wish you know it—it it, it kind of happened early on in the movie, and I wish that it was kind of setting up for how the rest of the movie's tone was going to play out, or maybe say that oh we're gonna have like similar scenes to this or this is the type of humor we're kind of going for but when uh they were so hungry that they ate the mushrooms on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just started tripping the fuck out 
I was like, I do that's fucking rad. And, yeah. and then they didn't do it again. It was just like a one-time thing. Kind of like Dora the Explorer. Yeah, like Dora the yeah. Explorer. Except, wow, I think I gave Dora a better rating than this. You did. I did. Because... Yeah, you gave it a perfect 10. Oh, you're... Yep. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a DS out of 10. Yeah. Not a 10 out of 10 yet, so... <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, any other thoughts before we wrap this one up and then we start talking about the movie of the week this week? Not really. Yeah. Okay, think... Ben. Oh, uh, okay. I'm good. All right. So, that does it for this week's uh, episode but, okay. on <laughs> Gretel... <laughs> <laughs> well, Sue, excuse, go ahead. Do you have something you want to say? No, you, no I'm just All right. Um, so we're gonna exit the st- spoiler zone, guys. Movie of the week. This week. <laughs> Bloop. Wow, we're out. Uh, are we doing Birds of Prey or Invisible Sonic. Man? Sonic. Are they both I out? Heard, I I heard Sonic. Yeah, who well, said? Wow, David, you want to see out. Sonic? All right, I guess we're watching Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. I mean, how could you not want to see Sonic the Hedgehog? It's coming out on Valentine's. Day. I'm thinking Harley. I'm thinking Birds of Prey, and then Sonic. Oh, vice okay. versa. Ooh, or okay. unless, unless something else is coming out next week, then we have to kind of reevaluate. Well, yeah, I don't know. Invisible Man coming out comes out. Woo! Ben's gonna do that one on his own. Woo! Oh, My Spy, I kind of really want to see. Wait, really? You want to see My Spy? Come on! (laughs) That movie's got delayed so long. It was supposed to come out last year. Exactly. That's why it's going to be so good. Didn't they do this movie already with Vin Diesel? Yeah, it was called The Pacifier. (laughs) And also with The Rock. Yeah, it was called The Tooth Fairy. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I know these movies? Yeah, yeah, what are what are some of the other adaptations of this? Yeah, keep going, Ben. Shit. Who's a big dude? <gasps> End of the... Okay, you don't want to piss off David Batiste. <laughs> All right, then this week we'll do Birds of Prey. Okie dokie. Okay. Uh, Okie dokie. Oh, I mean, uh, okay. Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Fantabulous. Fantabulous something emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Not the nature documentary. Yeah. Not the David Attenborough uh, special. That'd be awesome if he uh, were to narrate those. And here, Harley Quinn moves moves through the city. I don't. I can't. I don't know how to do his voice. No one can do his voice. Only he can do his voice. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, uh, that'll pretty much do it for us here at the Dos Nafcinco's podcast. As always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. Jo- join us next week when we will be. <laughs> Join us next week. We'll be covering Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Or if you're going to go see the movie, it may be just Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. Uh, Whatever it may be, uh, we will check you guys on the next one. Don't forget to tip your Reiki Masters, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.